Hey guys, how's it going? I hope you're doing well. I'm Justin Smith. I am hosting this bitch, Stupid Headlines podcast. And you will get exactly what you expected with this podcast. I will be... I'm at my laptop and I will be reading some stupid headlines. And let's be honest, it doesn't take a lot of effort to find stupid headlines. All right. So I did find an article that is appropriate for this time of year. The headline is... It's from Cosmopolitan UK, so apparently Home Alone, worldwide, very popular. The headline is, Viewers Spot Crucial Detail, which explains why Kevin was left behind in Home Alone. The answer we've all been waiting for. All right. Okay, so I'm going to kind of set this one up a little bit. I'm, I'm going to read part of the article. Even though Home Alone is a Christmas staple and you watch it every year without fail, you've probably always wondered just how Kevin's parents managed to forget their eight-year-old son long enough to drive to the airport, get through security, get on a plane, and travel at least halfway to Paris before they'd even realized he was missing. Well, thankfully, 30 years after the film was released, eagle-eyed viewers have spotted a crucial detail that help explains it all. First of all, I wouldn't say thankfully. I think that we might have more important things to try and solve in the world, and I also think the eagle-eyed viewers are fucking losers, all right? I'm just going to be real. This is nothing to take pride in that you found something hidden in Home Alone. It's actually really sad, and I, I feel sorry for you. But anyway, back to the story. As you know, the film is based around Kevin McAllister, the eight-year-old boy whose parents forget him in the rush to leave for the airport for their Christmas break. While learning how to survive on his own in his family home, Kevin finds he also has to defend it from two robbers who have been eyeing up the McAllister family home for weeks. Which is, uh, that's like one of my favorite parts. Pesci is awesome in that, the wet bandits. Obviously, you know all that, of course. This is not your first rodeo. Okay. Um, interesting choice of words. You know about the moment the neighbor's kid is confused for Kevin and the headcount, but it still doesn't fully explain how they forgot him for quite so long. The flight time from Chicago to Paris alone is over eight hours. Well, luckily, one Twitter, again, I, I wouldn't say luckily. I don't think this was a big case that needed to be solved. Um, I think this was just a person that really, really feels sorry for. Okay, well, luckily, one Twitter user 
spotted something pretty important. In one of the early scenes, the family sit down to eat their huge stack of pizzas when Kevin and Buzz get into an argument, knocking bottles of fizzy drink all over the table. And what they don't mention, of course, at that point is when uh, everyone's pissed at Kevin and his uncle says, look what you did, you little jerk. Anyway, I needed to throw that in. As Kevin's dad scrabbles to clean up the mess with some bright red disposable napkins. So this is British, right? Because I would have thought that would be scramble. But no, it's scrabble. S-C-R-A-B-B-L-E. Anyway, he wipes everything on the table into the bin. That's actually a trash can, but we'll let that slide. Yeah, a bin. Okay. But what we haven't noticed for the past 30 years is that Kevin's plane ticket gets mistakenly thrown into the bin with the napkins. Okay, that is cool. No, I had never noticed that because I am not a fucking loser. Um, All right, so continuing on with the article. While it's still a pretty long time to forget your child, this does explain why Kevin's parents didn't notice he was missing since as far as they were concerned, they had the right number of kids and tickets. Okay, I'm going to call clickbait here. This does not answer how they forgot about their child for an eight-hour flight. Um, Here's the thing. It doesn't answer. And not only – let's just pretend for a second that – that they that this is an explanation, right? It doesn't explain how they forgot him in Home Alone Part 2. It doesn't explain how they forgot that weird look-alike kid actor in Part 3. Which, I don't know if you've ever, like, tried to watch that. Like, just seeing the, like, preview for it, I'm like, that's so weird. That's not Kevin. I can't watch it. It's creepy. They, but they forgot him again. And then I just learned this literally a few minutes ago. <laughs> I don't know how many of y'all are aware of this. It's got to be terrible. But they made a Home Alone 4, which was made for television. So I, I think after forgetting your kid four times, the explanation is that you're just a shitty parent. Next article is trying to get me to pay, of course, to support them. It's the Los Angeles Times. So I will find uh, just the headline or the article somewhere else. Not that it isn't worth paying for, but I got to draw a line somewhere. Otherwise, I would be subscribed to everything. Okay, so uh, I'll read the headline since it's going to try and whatever. Um, I didn't know this, but I guess Jeff Bridges has been dealing with lymphoma. And that makes me sad because he's one of my favorite actors, especially him playing Dude in The Big Lebowski. But the good news is the headline says Jeff Bridges says he's feeling good amid lymphoma fight. So we wish you well, Jeff Bridges. We hope you uh, come out okay on the other side of that. So this next headline is The Verge. And the headline is, 
I'm going to say the headline and then just let it sink in and just think about it for a couple of seconds. The headline is Disney World is going to stop photoshopping masks onto people. They're saying this as if this was something we all knew about and like, hey, well, they're not doing it. They're not going to do it anymore. The headline should be, can you believe Disney was photoshopping masks onto fucking people? Can you believe that fucking shit? How fucking crazy is that? Or are they photoshopping smiles onto people too? All right, so the next headline is on, it's about The Office, which I'm a big, I'm a big fan of The Office. I looked at a few articles, right? I don't need to tie that to a specific. So The Office is leaving Netflix, which I'm sad about that because I've, I have been watched binge watched through Netflix multiple times has gotten me through some real low spots. So it's moving to Peacock. Now here's the problem. The app is called Peacock. Stop right there. I'm already not interested. I'm not interested. I don't know at NBC if that's their lacking creativity, but I don't want an app called Peacock. And I just know it's going to be a bad streaming service. I just know anything called Peacock is going to be a bad streaming service. And they're going to have the first two seasons for free on Peacock. And they're, and then you have to subscribe if you want to watch the rest of them. And it won't be on Netflix. Peacock will be the only place to stream it. But the problem is I don't just want two seasons I don't just want two seasons of The Office. I want the whole thing. I just, I I can't, I'm not going to subscribe to Peacock. I just, it's sad and depressing for me, right? Because I'm going to probably, you know, The Office, I'm going to lose it until hopefully maybe it eventually comes back to Netflix. I just, I already have so many subscriptions and you guys are probably, you guys relate to this. The, the options are never ending. So at a certain point, I have to say, okay, I got my bases covered. I can't just continue to sign up for streaming service after streaming service, and especially not for an app named Peacock. We're going to take a short break. We're going to give the sponsors of my show an opportunity to advertise And then I will be back and we will finish up going over some more headlines. I love you guys. I'll be right back. All right. We're back. I'm glad you guys are still here with me. Got another stupid headline. And stick around for a feel-good news story to wrap things up. 
So I see an article, the headline with Collider is Walker, Texas Ranger trailer reveals Jared Padalecki reboot. They are rebooting Walker, Texas Ranger. The main star of Walker, Texas Ranger is a god. His name is Chuck Norris. If you don't know who Chuck Norris is, please do yourself a favor and Google Chuck Norris. There is a scene in the old TV show he was on, Walker, Texas Ranger, where he fights a bear with his own hands and he wins. That's the kind of guy that Walker, Texas Ranger is. And honestly, that's the kind of guy that the actor who plays him, Chuck Norris, is. And the way he ultimately wins the fight with the bear is he stares the bear down. And the bear knows he's met his match and the bear runs away. Here's the thing about them doing a reboot on this. Walker, Texas Ranger was a terrible TV show. It became a cult classic. It was good because it wasn't good. That's a very difficult thing to try and recreate. However, oftentimes when Hollywood tries to bring something back, reboot it, it's almost kind of like in name only, and then they'll kind of throw some crumbs out there for the original fans. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, Jared Padalecki was in Supernatural. I googled him to kind of see what his story is. And maybe he's a great actor, but it's going to be pretty difficult to fill those shoes. You know, I mean, Chuck Norris, good luck. You've got your work cut out for you. I'm not saying you can't do it. You definitely got your work cut out for you. So as I promised, we are going to do a stupid headline but this is guys this isn't the surprise it's not a stupid headline guys this is feel good news with all the negativity we have in the world right now i thought it would be kind of cool to include a feel good news story so this one is on today.com and the headline is over 900 cars paid for each other's meals at this Dairy Queen drive-thru. The pay-it-forward chain lasted for the better part of three days. The holidays are a time for giving. And that spirit was in full effect at a Dairy Queen in Brainerd, Minnesota. Where more than 900 customers participated in a pay-it-forward chain. So now I continue to go down and uh, Jensen, who manages two Dairy Queen stores in Brainerd, said that the event led to about $10,000 in sales. Okay, uh, stop there. So now I'm thinking, oh, this was a fundraiser. 
And so they're bragging about the money because that's how much they raised. And that's the whole point of 900 fucking people going through a drive-thru and doing pay it forward. Nope, apparently not. Um, Somehow, if the person in front of you pays for your meal and you pay for the person behind you, that's a good deed. I don't know. Um, I just, I, I found that to be really, the community was posting it on different pages and the word spread, she explained. We heard a few different times. Oh, I've seen it going on Facebook. Huh. I wasn't sure if it was still going. And we'd tell them that they were the 300th car or something, whatever. And that there was a lot of excitement. I can't even read this, okay? Oh, here's some details. Because this is the real deal right here. There would be times where people ordered a $5 Blizzard. And the car behind them would be a full family. You know, a $30 or $40 order, Jensen said. Hey, to keep a chain going, you got to make sure that somebody's paying it forward. And that's what we did. I, I don't know. How did they pay it forward? They didn't. They just sold food. I'm really confused. There's a picture of a cake. I guess they were celebrating 900 cars. I don't know who this benefited at all. I think that the first person was doing a good deed because they paid for their meal and then they paid for the person before them. So it's like they paid for two meals. But then after that, it's kind of like just really someone's already paying for your meal. So paying for the person before you doesn't really mean much. And then it goes on for 900 cars. And then they said eventually like the la- it stopped because they eventually got to some dude who couldn't pay for the people. It said he couldn't pay for the people before him. So was he just like showing up to like get the people in front of him to pay for him? Because it's like, well, then what were you doing if you couldn't, you know what I mean? Like, so he got his meal paid for and then he was like, well, but I can't pay for theirs. Okay, so it ended there. I will say that I do love the ice cream at Dairy Queen dipped in chocolate. And maybe if anything... Dairy Queen's not a small business, but I think it might be a franchise, you know, owned by a franchisee, you know, so, but yeah, overall, dumbest fucking thing ever. No idea why this would make it into be a national headline. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Oh, one more thing. This is important. Apple Siri can now make animal sounds like a duck quacking or a lion roaring. So you have to get the iOS 14.3 if you want to do that. And then you go, hey, Siri. Can you guys guess what you say? Yeah, you got it. You guessed right. What does a duck sound like? <laughs> oh, it's just <laughs> Oh, brings so much joy for me. Oh my god. You do that and then you get to hear a duck. And I I don't know about you guys, but I have heard what a duck sounds like and I know it's not going to be a surprise or anything, but still, I mean, Oh, God, here we go. It doesn't just stop with the duck, guys. 
Oh my fucking God. I'm about to come all over my pants. I'm so excited. Not sexually, but it's just, oh my God, this is so exciting. Okay, here, so in addition, in addition to the the quacking and the roar of a lion, there's some other things you can ask. You you can say, hey Siri, what does a humpback whale sound like? Or you can say, hey Siri, what does a toy poodle sound like? I'm not sure why they're so specific with a toy poodle and not just a dog barking, but I guess the toy poodle has a very specific sound. You can also ask, hey, uh, hey Siri, what does a harp sound like? You can ask, hey Siri, what do fire trucks sound like? You could ask, hey Siri, what does the sound of a middle-aged man crying sound like? You could ask all of those. Okay, so I'm really going to go this time. Thanks for tuning in. And please subscribe so that I can just talk about these stupid headlines. And if you guys listen to this episode, you're fucking awesome.